Hello there, welcome back to another episode of the Lazy Girls Guide to Podcasting with me, Verity. It's really exciting. We're doing a Tech Thursday episode. Haven't done a Tech Thursday episode in a little while now, but I am, or I have rather, just switched over to a new podcast host and I want to share that experience with you all and share my reasoning for why I switched over, who I've switched over to, how the experience looked, what features I get with my new podcast host that I wasn't getting before. And I thought it would be an interesting report almost to do for Tech Thursday. But we are now solidly into January and everything for the podcast, I feel, is just on point and everything is happening for 2024. I'm so excited for the Lazy Girls Guide to Podcasting and where it goes in 2024. The stats that I've been looking at the last couple of weeks are just phenomenal. So thank you to everybody for your support for the podcast. It's really exciting to see the stats growing and also the conversations that I'm having with people in DMs, mainly on Twitter, because we know that Twitter slash X is where I mainly hang out, but also Instagram. I'm having great conversations with people in the DMs. So thank you everybody who has reached out to say that they have enjoyed listening to an episode or I've had a couple of people message me to say that they have shared the entire podcast with somebody else who is starting their own podcast. So if that is you, thank you so much. It really, really means a lot to have that support behind the behind the show. And what's exciting is that I have finally decided what I'm doing for the Patreon for the Lazy Girls Guide to Podcasting. You'll if you've been a long time listener of the show, you will remember I have mentioned setting up Patreon in the past, but then I kind of haven't spoken much more about it. And that's because I've wanted whatever I do with a membership or with a Patreon to really resonate with you guys as my listeners. So I felt that I didn't want to jump into something, which is very unlike me. I'm very much action focused, think later kind of person, but to do a Patreon or a membership to me just needed to be absolutely right so that when I launched it and put it out there, it resonated with you guys as my audience. And I feel like I've got there now. I feel like what I am going to launch for the Patreon is going to be really spot on. I'm really excited about it. I'm going to possibly do an extra episode just talking about that whole process and how I came to the decision of what to offer on the Patreon, how to create the Patreon and the research that I had to do. So that will probably be a separate episode because as I said, I am talking about switching podcast hosts today. But I wanted to let you know that that is in the pipeline that will be launching soon in 2024. So make sure that you are subscribed to the show if you are not already on whichever podcast app you are listening to or on YouTube. Make sure you're subscribed so that the information when the Patreon drops is you're the first to know about it, basically. But anyway, let's move on from that because we are here to talk about switching podcast hosts. Now, if you've listened to the show for a period of time, you may or may not remember that episode 39, I did a kind of overview about switching hosts. And it was quite 
almost like the theory of why you might switch your podcast host, what you could be looking for, what might prompt that decision. So if you haven't listened to episode 39, I would recommend going back and listening to that after you've listened to this one so that you can dive in a little bit deeper about switching podcast hosts. And I have talked about other podcast hosts on this show before. In episode 27, we talked about Buzzsprout. I love Buzzsprout. It's such an amazing platform. It's not who I switch to though, but it is a good starter one. Well, actually it's an amazing one regardless of your starter or if you've been going for ages, but it is one that I recommend to a lot, a lot of people is Buzzsprout. So if you want to know more about Buzzsprout, I would recommend episode 27. But the platform that I moved to and from. So, and what was that decision? Okay, let's dive into this. Let's break this down. So first of all, I was with Megaphone. Megaphone is by Spotify. It is a podcast hosting platform, which is $99 per month. I will hold my hands up and say I was not paying $99 per month. Whilst I was with Megaphone, I was attached to a podcast network and I was able to take advantage of their membership to Megaphone by Spotify. This isn't bashing Megaphone at all. This is just being, this is just being factual um, of the features that they've got. And also just, you know, this is just my personal experience. So one thing that I found, actually there were two big things that I found with Megaphone, which has led to my decision to, to leave. The first one, I just found the interface just clunky. Now that is really personal. There are going to be other people who think actually the interface is great and it works really well for them. But for me, I just found that in comparison to using other, uh, you know, other hosting platforms such as Spotify for podcasters, I've used Buzzsprout, I've used, what else have I used? Captivate, um, I've used Podbean. I've tried a few different ones, but I just found it could have been quite dated. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't think it was the best layout. And I just felt like it needed a bit of a refresh. I don't know. It wasn't me. And I just, it caused me stress every time I logged on because I was like, I'm just not enjoying this, this experience at all. The other thing that I didn't enjoy about Megaphone is I just found that every time I tried to do something, I was like, oh, they don't have that feature. And then I would request and, and I will say to them, they've got an amazing support team. They get back to you really, really quickly. But every time I said, oh, how do I do this? They were like, yeah, we don't have that as a feature yet. And I'm like, come on, it's 2023 going into 2024. It's 2024 now. Why do we not have whatever feature it was? And to me, some of these features were really, really basic. You might not think that they were basic, but to me, some of these features were really basic. So for example, I could not attach a transcript to any of my episodes that I published through Megaphone. And to me, I just think that's really basic to be able to attach a transcript. You might not agree. You might think that actually having a transcript is pointless. For me, I like to do it for a couple of reasons. First of all, SEO, and also for any listeners who want to interact with the written transcript as opposed to the audio transcript. And that could be for a variety of reasons. But to me, that was just something really, really basic that was that was missing. There were other things as well. Uh, you know, you couldn't, oh, I don't know, I'm trying to think now, but there was just, there was so much where I just found it clunky and I just didn't find it the best. I found that going through the analytics, 
I don't know, it just, it wasn't very logical to me. Now, obviously, a lot of that is very opinion based. So somebody else may well go in and think actually the layout works completely for them, et cetera. And as I said, this is not knocking megaphone. This is just my personal experience. So who did I switch over to? I switched over to Captivate FM. Now I did trial Captivate for a few weeks back in May, June time. It was when I came back from the London podcast show and I actually spoke to the Captivate team whilst I was there. And then I got chatting to this bloke who I cannot remember what his name was. Absolutely lovely American. He hosts several podcasts and he was just like this super fan of Captivate. And I was like, oh my gosh, if it's this amazing, I need to try it out. So tried it out. I did really enjoy it, but then moved to Megaphone, as I said, because I had the opportunity to be part of this network. But when I decided that Megaphone was no longer going to be for me, in my mind, I had one of two options. I could either go back to Buzzsprout, who I was with right at the beginning, or I could go over to Captivate. And I decided to go to Captivate for a few different reasons, mainly for their features. I feel that they are very responsive in terms of when people say, hey, we need this feature. You know, they look into it. But the biggest thing for me was for my website integration. Now, I have a WordPress website. I love WordPress. I know that not everybody gets on with it, but I absolutely love WordPress. And Captivate have got this really cool little feature, which is a plugin for WordPress. I can't remember exactly what the plugin is called. If you can hear me clicking in the background, it's because I'm on the screen looking it up as I um, as I talk. It's called Captivate Sync. There we go. I probably could have worked that out. That's quite easy. But they have have a plugin called Captivate Sync. And what you do is you just put that into your wordpress.org, not .com, wordpress.org website. And then what it does is it just syncs everything to do with your podcast to your website. And it there is no need to create a new post every time you put out a new episode because the plugin just does everything for you. So every time I have an episode that goes live in Captivate, it automatically creates a new post page on my website, which is great from like an SEO point of view and just a further reach point of view. And the other great thing is that it automatically synced and did the same for my entire back catalogue. So for me, that was just such a massive time saver. You do not need to have a website page or website post for every single one of your episodes if you don't want to. So if you're thinking, oh my gosh, Verity, this is now like a task that I don't want to take on. You don't have to do that. It's just that for me, from an SEO, from a discoverability point of view, I liked to have a presence for each episode of the podcast on my website. And now using Captivate Sync, I just don't need to do that. So for every episode, yes, okay, it may have only taken maybe 15, 20 minutes of my time to put that particular post together, but I don't need to do that anymore, which is just amazing. Just, oh, chef's kiss, absolutely amazing. So that was one of my big draws for coming back to Captivate was because of this plugin, Captivate Sync, that works with that works with WordPress. So absolutely love that. The other few features, which I'm not going to go through these in any particular order, they're just features that I absolutely love about Captivate. The first one is playlists. So I have at this point got over 
60 yeah coming up for 70 episodes on this podcast that is a lot of episodes but because of that what i like to do is actually have playlists then if people are interested in monetizing if they're interested in basic setup if they're interested in tech episodes then i can actually say to them and i've got this on the homepage of my website now i've got three separate playlists so if you want to just dive into one topic then like these are the different episodes that will fulfill your the information that you need for that particular topic i love that feature the other thing that they've got is episode planning so you may have seen on my twitter a while ago i was talking about how i've got this spreadsheet and i've still got this spreadsheet and it tells me everything about every episode that i've got for the podcast but what i love about captivate is they've got this section called episode planning where i can go in and i can write out all these ideas that I've got for the episode, I can record the episode, and then I can actually convert that episode plan into the basic structure of some show notes moving forward, which I just, I love that. I think that's brilliant. There's monetization options. I haven't explored those yet, but they do have a tip jar. They do have memberships. So that will be interesting to explore. And I think I'll probably in a few months time, I might do a follow-up episode of this, maybe reviewing you know, delving into those features a little bit more. But if you are using something like Kofi or Buy Me a Coffee, then you could actually replace those with the tip section in Captivate and then just get rid of and it's just, you know, an extra platform that you don't need to be using. Speaking of extra platforms that you don't need to be using, they've got an entire guest booking section and they it's similar to something like Calendly or I'm trying to think what the other ones are called, but you know, the calendar software that's out there, you can plug in your availability and you can give guests a link to book in to your podcast and it's all in Captivate. So again, that's great because as much as I love Calendly, I've talked about Calendly before, I now don't need that anymore because I've got this feature within Captivate. So I think that's great because straight away, that is one piece of work that I don't need to do anymore in terms of because of the plugin, I have gained back probably about 15, 20 minutes every episode where I don't need to do additional work on my website. I can get rid of Kofi because I've got a tips jar that I can use here. And also I can get rid of Calendly because bookings is within Captivate. So I love that I'm able to streamline these different tools into one tool, which is Captivate, which I just, I really love. The actual interface, the analytics, I find really, really easy to use. So yeah, all in. I am incredibly happy with moving over to Captivate. As I said, my reasons for that was because just generally I just didn't really enjoy the user experience of Megaphone. And I can't stress this enough. It's nothing against Megaphone. It is just my personal opinion. Other people probably say they think that it's absolutely brilliant. But, you know, our brains are all wired differently. And what works for one person's workflow won't work for another. So I'm really happy having moved over to Captivate. I will pop a link down in the show notes. So if you want to try out Captivate yourself for free for seven days, then you can hit that link and get a free seven day pass of checking out the platform. And that's actually something else I was going to say. The great thing about Captivate is that the subscription plans, you can have as many podcasts as you want on whichever plan you are. And the plans are charged by downloads as opposed to 
recorded time. So what I mean by that is a lot of podcast hosting platforms, they charge you based on you can upload two hours worth of audio for that month or five hours or 10 hours, you know, it's the amount of audio that you upload and is what you are essentially paying for. Captivate, let you upload as much as you want. And for their starter plan, as long as you are not getting over 30,000 downloads in a month, you stay on their lowest paid platform and you still get every single feature, which, you know, 30,000 downloads a month is a lot of downloads. And then you go up the tiers based on how many downloads you are making per month. But, and this is the other thing that I love about Captivate is that every single feature is available on every single plan. The only difference between the plans is how many downloads you are getting per month. So the vast majority of podcasters are not going to need to go over that first initial plan because if you're doing an episode a week and you so that's like what four or five episodes depending on how the month falls four or five episodes divided by thirty thousand downloads that's a lot of people listening to your show and all i'm saying is that if you were hitting that then well done particularly if you're just starting out because that is an amazing that's an amazing feat my point is is that you know you probably won't have much of a need to be going over that um over that particular plan but yeah so that is my journey that's who i switched from and to and why and as i said i think i'm going to follow up with this episode probably in a couple of months just reviewing my journey with captivate and going a little bit more of a deep dive into those different features that i haven't gone into too much because i've only been back with them less than a week now so those features that i haven't gone into them too too much i will follow up probably as i said in a couple of months with another tech thursday episode i hope you have found this episode useful it's been great chatting to you as ever i'm verity this is the lazy girl's guide to podcasting and i will see you next episode happy podcasting everyone